Welcome to the Audit Podcast, the number one podcast for the audit profession. Be sure to check the show notes for all of our social media channels and to sign up for the Audit Podcast newsletter. Now, here's your host, Trent Russell. This podcast is sponsored by Green Skies Analytics, where they do everything tech-related, but only for internal audit. Although compliance and risk management, y'all are cool too, so feel free to check it out also. To find out more, please visit greenskiesanalytics.com, but it's more likely that you're just going to Google it. So to find out more, please Google Green Skies Analytics. This podcast is also brought to you by AuditBoard, the leading cloud-based platform transforming how enterprises manage risk. AuditBoard's integrated suite of easy-to-use audit, risk, and compliance solutions streamlines internal audit, SOX compliance, risk management, and security compliance. Automate processes and improve execution with AuditBoard's purpose-built solution, which is designed to address the most pressing challenges of today's practitioners. Experience the latest in audit, risk, and compliance technology. Visit AuditBoard.com to schedule your product walkthrough to see AuditBoard's award-winning platform in action today. Today, we have Susan Paul on the show. Susan is one of the top 10 internal audit thought leaders from 2020, um, according to CEO and president of the IAA, Richard Chambers. And he said when announcing the, the honorees, Richard said of Susan, my call for nominations elicited multiple suggestions from several people on the list, but none received more than Sue. Her expertise is IT audit, and she is a prolific technology thought leader for the profession. A quick review of her LinkedIn post will affirm why she is so widely admired. So I wanted to include that. I thought that was um, really impressive and uh, congrats to Susan again for that. Uh, Susan has more than 15 years of experience leading Fortune 500 companies in their IT audit, InfoSec, risk and governance lines of business. She's also a consultant, coach and trainer. Uh, she partners with client audit teams to build stronger, more trustful relationships and deliver value added audit results with the right information at the right time. Susan is passionate about inspiring and training young auditors to be more, do more, and create more in their work and lives through enhancing their knowledge and skills about audit. Uh, a lot of experience here, which is one reason we wanted to bring Susan on. And one of the things that we wanted to do is leverage her experience from the past to kind of see what is going to happen for 2021 relative to IT audit. So to kick things off, we talked about major risks in IT audit for 2021, some things that uh, we should consider, the biggest problems facing the profession as a whole, um what susan recommends is the number one thing so after listening to the episode the number one thing that susan recommends that we should do the action that we should take and then some really good resources to check out also so in the show notes i put a couple different links based on what we talked about um, one of them being susan tells this story about a an internal audit department that reports directly to the cfo it was very timely um because richard chambers not that this is the <laughs> the Susan Paul featuring Richard Chambers episode or anything, but uh, Richard Chambers wrote a blog recently about, or it's entitled, I still believe internal audit should report to the CFO. So it's interesting to hear her story, Susan's story, and then kind of read Richard's um, blog on, on a similar take. So put a link in there to check that out. We also talk about FishMe as a fishing company, uh, P-H-I-S-H, fishing company. Uh, and as a good resource to kind of stay up to date on what's going on in security and specifically to phishing. So I've put a link to their blog. Um, Susan also mentions the Asaka chat room as a great resource for uh, connecting with other Asaka folks and IT security folks and mentions that it's not super active, which I can attest to. But what you can do is you can sign up for alerts to the chats um, that you're interested in or the topics that you're interested in. So you'll get an email every time there's a new comment added or a new question added. 
And because there's not a ton of activity in there, you're not bombarded with, you know, multiple emails a day saying that the chat was updated. So that's something to, to look into and consider. Maybe there's an area you're not um, extremely competent in, then maybe sign up for, you know, one of the chats related to that and, and kind of get updated with your peers there. Um, there's also a link to one of Susan's LinkedIn posts from, I believe it was two weeks ago, where, and she tells a story on the show about a phishing email that she got from Chase Bank. So she actually posted the email on LinkedIn. So I'll put a link there. You guys can go check that out and kind of see it with your own eyes. Here we go. I know, Susan, one of the things that we wanted to talk about was in IT audit, especially the major risks of 2021. So I uh, just kind of want to get your thoughts on, on what you think those are um, and what we could do to um, kind of mitigate those or address those within our, our audit department. So I think the major risk that we're seeing, especially you know, after the pandemic and things like that, uh, that people are, you know, uh, connecting from a remote location or otherwise, is that there are a lot of, uh, you know, hacks and external penetrations that are happening. Uh, I've been, you know, supporting a lot of financial clients. And one of the major things that we are seeing in the recent past is such true phishing emails. It looks so true. It looks so good. I think I got one from Chase Bank today as well, <laughs> saying that, you know, your account is hacked. And it looks so true. I was showing it to a friend who did not have any experience in the field and he said oh looks like your chase account did get and i said no this isn't because look at the email it's it's so out there so i think one of the major risks we are finding is that education wise the gap you know from uh, lay people or uh, my financial friends and other people who are not too exposed to uh, this area of you know it security i think the big thing uh, or the big need of the hour is security between our id platforms our operating system or database and I'll say the number one risk from audit that we're looking at is from that operational IT side. And we have to, you know, has a team or has an entire global audit focus on that. Um, I've been in a lot of recent, you know, uh, events. And that's the thing everybody's talking about. They're like, you know, uh, we had a breach here and we had a breach there. So how are we going to mitigate this as audit? And so I think, you know, building that partnership with the IT team, uh, with our security partners, that all goes a long way. I know auditors always look at the police who come and, you know, say that this is wrong and that is wrong. But I think audit has to build much more than that where we can help them, you know, mitigate these threats. Yeah, I think that's perfect. So the guest that we had on last week, Pedro, um, said something very, very similar. And he's a CISO, but he deals with audit. And he was just talking about the need to partner with audit and kind of be on the same page. So I thought that was interesting. And then the other thing was talking about phishing. I know that the numbers are something like, you know, there, there's programs where you can like report phishing, like, hey, I think this email is a phishing email. I'm going to send it to security with, you know, you click a button and it goes and they kind of do their thing. And it was something like 75%, maybe even higher than that, but at least 75% of what people thought were phishing emails weren't phishing emails, which kind of lends to the like how realistic the phishing emails are today, you know? So I thought that was interesting. 
Yeah, it always is. I think uh, the phishing campaigns is a very excellent uh, site for us to understand where the company is. You know, uh, I mean, in my company, they give a lot of very interesting. I'll say you have an Amazon package, and you know, everybody's going to see what that package is, uh, and then they'll say like you've been caught with a fish. <laughs> like you know, like, this is a phishing email. So it's fun that way. Um, I think that you know, from phishing statistics though, and I don't know whether a lot of people know this. Most companies report a phishing emails for only those who have laptops within the company. So even if an organization has 10 to 12,000 employees who are working like inside or so anywhere else, they are not counted as part of the phishing. It's only those part of corporate. And so a lot of times you'll see that, oh, they're at a 99% success rate when in reality it's much lower. Yeah. And I thought that was very interesting when I first came to know about it. I was like, so everybody's not going through this uh, you know, exercise. And I think it's important that everybody, even those sites and, you know, we're not working the corporate arena, you know, have this fishing exercise, uh, yeah. you know, extended to them. Absolutely. And so that's a kind of a big problem, I guess, the internal audit is, is facing in that uh, fishing in and of itself is a risk that, you know, it's kind of facing. But but outside of that, what's probably maybe one of the, the biggest problems you see facing the audit profession right now? Uh, and how and how can how can it be fixed? So I think uh, the biggest problem sometimes is perception in the audit uh, profession. Like now when we're talking, we're talking a lot about security. I know I was speaking to yesterday to some other company and they said that, you know, if it's audit, then it belongs to the CFO. And I very politely disagree. I, I don't think audit reports to the CFO or anything of that sort. It, it's an independent body. We are here to let you know of the vulnerabilities that are there within the environment, especially IT audit. And so I thought that was really funny that somebody would, you know, turn back and tell me that, like, you know, that's a CFO department. I was like, okay, actually not, you know. So audit goes much uh, beyond that. Audit can support and help in so many areas within the company, be it the first line of defense, which is our IT partners, or a second line of defense, which is our security partners, and, you know, and then, of course, third line and then external audit as well. So I think audit is that very important group in the company who's this independent body who can look at different things and give their perspective and help the company you know be better in terms of every area just not policies and procedures but even in uh, building a more robust uh, you know framework and things like that so I think that education is where you know there's uh, uh, it's lacking some people do think that you know audit means financials I've had a lot of people walk up to me and say like I was telling you before like you know can you do your t- my tax for me and I'm like okay <laughs> I can't do that you know I'm not even there so yeah but then I think and another challenge uh, which is interesting that we are facing is a lack of uh, resources itself and I think that's a big thing uh, I know it's the time of the pandemic and I know that a lot of people are without a job and all that like you know we hear so much about unemployment on a day-to-day basis on the other hand on IT audit I'm hearing that they want people every day there's a there, it's actually bleeding this industry doesn't have people uh, if you go to conferences like IIA IIC Square ISACA everybody says that we just need these auditors. We need people who know both IT and financials as an auditor on both sides. And so I think that whole people perspective that we don't have a talented resources in the field itself is a big thing. Yeah. There's two, two things I was thinking while you're talking about that uh, or answering that question was, I'm curious, I wonder if the, the CFO relationship, if that was 
an admin role, like they report to them administratively, maybe. Um, so I wonder if that's maybe what that was. I hope so. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I think this was a complete audit conversation, and we were talking about internal audit. And so I was asking that, you know, what does your team do? Do they do financial regulations? Are they part of like you know SOCs and uh, SOC and HIPAA and PCI and so many regulations nowadays? The California Privacy Act, GDPR, and so on. And the person turned back to me and said, "Okay, we don't do all that because that's internal audit and that's." The CFO's organization, and I was like, okay, you know, I'm last year. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Uh, the other thing, though, was the yeah, I thought it was funny you mentioned you know, you had someone ask, you're an audit, can you do my taxes? And I had a, a similar being in the IT audit, and this is when I was an external audit, and being in the IT audit team, you would a lot of times get questions from the, the assurance side that would say, um, you know, like, hey, my, my laptop. <laughs> like, yeah, my laptop blue screen, can you fix it? And I was like, well, yeah, I can Google it just as easy. You know, I don't, I'm not help desk support. I don't know how to fix everything. Um, so eventually got to the point where they would ask me that and I'd say, yeah, we, you know, do you know how to do my taxes or we do my taxes for me? And they're like, yeah, I don't really do that. Like, I don't really do. Uh, right. I think I get both the questions because when they see the title IT, then yeah. it's like, oh, can you fix my laptop? Or can you see the net connection and data? And then they see the word audit and like, so you can do taxes as well. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, no, I can't do either. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. So, well, if the if the listener should do one thing after after listening to this episode, what is it that they should do? What do you recommend they do? The one thing that that we should all be doing. Uh, so the one thing that everybody should be doing, whether the the audience is in audit or out of audit, is get interested in what audit does. Like, you know, as I was saying, we don't have the right skill set of people at this point of time. And I think that's the number one thing. We're bleeding people at this point of time. So everybody, you know, read up a little bit about audit and like, you know, have that knowledge to help uh, understand what audit does. Uh, this, I think the perception that audit is going to police or audit is going to do taxes, this should be the one thing that, you know, can be removed. And, you know, look at audit as more a partnership. Uh, audit is a great team to grow, even for people who are coming fresh out of uh, college in the industry. If you have an IT background, things like that, this is, you know, just the apt field to get in and look at things from that different perspective. So just read up what is audit, especially IT audit, IT. I think that would be my number one takeaway for anybody who's listening to this podcast. I can appreciate that very much. Um, what about the the audit folks specifically, though? Is there something that, like, a, a big takeaway that you would uh, want to pass on to them as well? Yeah, so for the audit folks who are already experienced in the field, uh, what I would say is, you know, first of all, kudos on the great job. Like, everybody's working really hard, especially through this pandemic and all that. Uh, I'll say for them is, you know, camping education is another big thing. Like, to just keep up with the amount of threats that we're getting on a day-to-day basis. Um, I know sometimes when we look at audit, like I know a friend of mine always tells this to me, he says you do post-mortem. You're always looking at like dead papers or some old uh, you know, uh, information. Uh, while that can be true to an extent that I have to look at information that happened in prior year, I should also keep myself focused on what's going to happen. That's how I'll be able to do the risk assessment for this year and you know, have an audit plan ready for the year. So I was tell to all my audit friends to say, to stay focused, to listen to all the breaches that are coming. I think you made a very good point that there are a lot of websites which tell you about phishing alerts on a day-to-day basis. Uh, you know, I think Fish Me, all that is there. 
where uh, they tell you about the recent companies that got breached. Uh, I think the security scorecard is another good one where they say about all the companies and what were the recent, uh, you know, information that went with them. That's a very good place to start where, you know, auditors can look at and see whether there are areas that would affect their company in terms of risk and see areas that we can mitigate that together. I appreciate those resources. Is there, this is a question I've been asking recently, is there like a go-to resource for you to stay oh. up to date? Is there one that you would recommend, like you check every day or every week, you make sure to check it out or, or, or something to that effect? I think that for audits, somehow I couldn't see anything like, you know, universal that way. So I do check out the IIA website and the ISACA, uh, you know, materials that they post. Other than that, I think that was my whole activity on LinkedIn to post daily some information that I've been listening to around. And that's exactly what I do. If I've heard something today, I'm talking to you. If I got anything out of this, that's going to come on my LinkedIn, like, you know, saying that, hey, I got this interesting question that really made me think. So I'll say LinkedIn is a really good source nowadays. A lot of people are posting good information on LinkedIn, especially that we're having professionals in the group. It's not another Facebook or Instagram where we have different things. So LinkedIn is a good source. Other than that, all the professional bodies, ISACA, they good. I know ISACA has this chat forum where people can go and chat. Um, I don't think it's very active, but it's pretty active. And so we do get some uh, you know, good knowledge out of that. So those are all good areas people can look at for information this way. Yeah, that's good stuff. Thank you. And so before we were talking... Um, I had seen, I think just today, the, the announcement that you're speaking at the IA Qatar chapter. Uh, so again, wanted to uh, congratulate you on that. Is there, what else do you have coming up that the listeners can uh, attend, you know, or, or like a white paper that you have coming out? Is there anything that you have coming out that you want to let them know about? Sure. So I think uh, uh, one of the first things that's coming up is the Qatar chapter, uh, you know, conversation. And then I'm having, because I live in Atlanta. I'm part of the Atlanta chapter as well. So there's one, uh, you know, a conference that is coming up in the month of March, if I'm not mistaken, where I'll be talking the Atlanta chapter with regards to artificial intelligence on that one. So uh, that's an interesting concept that we are covering. Uh, I'm also, uh, you know, doing sessions for ISACA. Uh, I train part of their certified information system auditor course. So if anybody is in the Atlanta area and they register for the CSA course, I'm going to be their trainer. So they're going to hear me for like two days there um other than that i have a lot of like uh private uh trainings that i give just because as i said like you know uh, at this point the industry is bleeding and i'm trying to put the right people in the right place so there's a lot of sessions that i personally give with regards to it audit training it general control training uh, and just risk assessments and all so if anybody wants you know shoot me up on my linkedin willing to help and mentor anybody Okay. And then one, one last thing, if you're able, is there, is there a, so you said your some of the IA speeches you're giving is around um, AI, artificial intelligence. Is there a nugget that you could give us? I don't want to take away from the, the training you're giving, but is there a nugget you could kind of leave us with uh, on those topics? Yes. Yeah, so I think nugget on AI is that uh, I'm a big fan of Mr. Elon Musk. So <laughs> let me start with that. And so big fan of SpaceX and everything they do. And one of the most interesting facts I had seen is that they said that they were going to use this space technology or AI to clean up the earth with regards to waste and all that. And I come from India and the waste in India is phenomenal. We have Mount Everest piles of waste. So that really got me thinking if AI could do that and get this information or this waste stored in some other planet, then why not audit? Like, you know, what is it? What are areas that we can redundantly that we are doing? You know, we are clicking the button day on 
and day off that can be completely automated where we can reduce that manual effort in the audit team. That doesn't mean audit is going to go without a job. Rather, we focus on other areas where we truly add value to the company, like, you know, where we can see these weaknesses or we can see these threats and help the company build a stronger, robust program rather than checking work papers day in and day out. So yeah. that's what the conversation is going to be about. I think that was a perfect analogy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Susan, thank you for coming on. I uh, hope everybody checks her out, If you, especially if you enjoyed this episode, some of the, uh, the online stuff that Susan's doing um, that you can participate in. So thank you very much. It was great having you on. Thanks. Hey, everyone. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Audit Podcast. Whatever platform you're listening on right now, I'm sure there's a subscribe button somewhere. So please hit the subscribe button there. If you're listening through iTunes or Spotify, feel free to go give us that five-star rating. It only took me about 16 seconds to give myself a five-star review. And it really helps to get future guests to come on the show. So we'd really appreciate that. Lastly, be sure to check out the show notes and follow us on all our social media channels on Instagram, on LinkedIn, and on TikTok. Also, if interested, please sign up for our weekly newsletter from the Audit Podcast. Thank you all. Have a great one.